Welcome back. It's Dr. Novo. It's good to be here in the studio again talking about one of our most popular procedures, abdominoplasty. Thanks for tuning in to the For Your Best Self podcast, where we're going to continue to share kind of the inside scoop on what we do and our procedures in our practice. So today we're going to be talking about abdominoplasty. Most people know this procedure as tummy tuck. I'm going to talk to you about what it's really going to accomplish, who's a candidate, uh, what the procedure itself entails, and then talk to you a little bit about our consultation process and pre and post recovery kind of tips. So this is definitely one of our most commonly inquired procedures, tummy tuck. Um, in our practice and one of my favorite things to do. It's usually done alone or safely in combination with some breast or some minor liposuction procedures. So the overall goal with abdominoplasty is to really remove the extra skin, folding skin, and to some degree extra fat on the front of the abdomen. The abdomen really you know, isn't just the lower belly uh, that people might think of. It really runs from the bottom of your breastbone to the pubic bone. So it's the whole front there and we can address kind of the sides or the love handles as part of that um, abdominal area. So um, it's really important to kind of understand the scope of abdominoplasty and what areas it will and won't address so we can um, talk about what procedures are best done for your body. So most candidates for abdominoplasty have had children um, or not. Maybe they've gained and lost a substantial amount of weight. But any time that your body's changing, whether it's childbirth or weight changes, you're going to have skin stretch and your intra-abdominal muscles are going to stretch uh, to some extent. Not a, n- does not happen to everyone that gains weight or has babies. Um, but that's that muscle stretch um, can really only be addressed with a full abdominoplasty. That's what we call in medicine and surgery a diastasis. It's not a true hernia, but the fascia or the connective tissue between the muscles, um, your nice six-pack muscles that run from your rib cage to your pubic bone normally, and they're separated by only a really fine line down the middle. Um, those that can stretch and cause a bulge or a gap and that can easily be repaired with the tummy tuck procedure. So as I mentioned, candidates for tummy tuck um, are those that really have a grabbable pooch or bulge of skin and fat from the belly button down to the pubic area and they're also going to have a little bit of laxity from the belly button up. Those are the best candidates for tummy tuck because it means there's enough skin to remove that area and then um, give you a nice flat front of the abdomen. A lot of people want to know what is a mini tummy tuck or they're hopeful that they they can get a mini tummy tuck. Um, But really you have to look at the body and if there's any laxity or excess folds or redundancy from the belly button area upward, a mini is not going to address this. A mini tummy tuck is really when there's a little kind of flap of skin um, above the pubic area and that can be just basically pinched and removed um, without moving the belly button. But most people need release and um, moving the skin around the belly button. So um, as far as the incisions of a tummy tuck, that's usually the most common question. Um, 
and you know we really can't do anything with surgery without scars or incisions it's my job and our sur- surgeon's job to make the incisions as minimally visible you know camouflaging the location and good technique to help you heal and fade those scars as quickly um, and as minimally visible as possible so i always describe the incisions in consultation um, they're always really easily hideable with kind of a, a panty or a you know modest swimsuit we're really going to stretch from the back of your hip to your hip and the length of that scar really is going to depend on how much extra skin you have the greater the amount of skin or the further it goes back on your hips or love handles we need to extend that incision out so that we can chase it and not leave dog ears or that little bit of flap or redundancy that happens when um, surgeons stop too soon. Um, Some minor little um, redundancies flatten out over time when you do surgery, but you really want a nice smooth tapered incision. And then there's going to be a tiny little incision around the belly button. I like to explain your belly button really stays where it is, not moving the belly button really pulling down uh, the upper abdominal skin and redraping that and your belly button is going to come out where it already is but through a new flap of skin. So those are really the incisions. Uh, The sutures are all internal and absorb. There are stitches like I mentioned if you have a diastasis that needs to be repaired those are all uh, internal between the muscle layers from the bottom of your breastbone to the pubic bone depending on how much of a gap there is. So those are the incisions you need to be aware of and be prepared for if you want to remove that tissue of the tummy. Um, As far as the procedure, it's about a three-hour procedure. Uh, I do use one very small temporary drain to remove body fluid um, and that lasts for about a few days. I'm going to use Expirel if we do a muscle repair. Expirel is a really nice local anesthetic that can be injected in the muscle and it lasts for three days. It's liposomal bupivacaine, which is a long-lasting local anesthetic. And I really loved it for my patients because it really minimizes the narcotics and the pain medications that they need to take, um, which we'll go into a little bit on uh, preparation and post-care. Um, as narcotics have their own set of complications that could be less pleasant than the discomfort from surgery. Um, we can, def- as I mentioned briefly, we can definitely combine other procedures safely with abdominoplasty. Most commonly, that's a breast procedure or liposuction, and that can either be in the love handles or conservatively in the abdomen or maybe the medial thighs. Um, I do combine liposuction if contouring is needed in the abdomen. You just really have to be careful because uh, if you think about the blood supply to that entire flap, um, meaning, you know, we're removing a certain amount of blood supply to that abdominal tissue and uh, we don't want that to have any problems healing. Um, you know, tissue needs a good blood flow, needs a good blood supply. So once you make the incision for the tummy tuck, the new blood supply really comes in from the sides, kind of along your ribs. So um, some liposuction is safe, but you definitely don't want to be too aggressive in that skin flap 
and um, cause any issues to the blood supply to the abdominal skin flap um, because I want you to heal beautifully. Um, but we can definitely talk about if any liposuction is needed to help contour the tummy or sides at the same time. Um, it does require general anesthesia. Uh, I work with anesthesiologists that take care of you through the entire procedure. Um, you may have a Foley catheter during the procedure just to keep an eye on uh, close fluid. We give you fluid through the IV. We want to make sure that you're making good urine output through the case. Then you're going to have squeezy boots around your ankles and legs that keep you safe and decrease your risk of blood clots during the procedure uh, because we are tightening that abdominal space and one of the very very rare um, but abdominoplasty is known for a higher risk of blood clots but it, it is very very rare so we take all precautions so when you come into our office, uh, the consultations are currently complimentary for anything plastic surgery related. Um, we're going to give you a gown, make you comfortable. I'm going to do an examination with my assistant. We're going to take your history, ask you if you've had any previous abdominal surgeries or any surgeries in general. It's really important to understand what procedures you may have had on the abdomen. Any scars may or may not complicate the healing of the abdominal skin such as you know really long scars in the upper abdomen so want to take a look at scars any previous surgeries that you've had any history of blood clots or bleeding uh, issues in you or your family and then i want to talk about your gi condition what kind of shape is your gut health in um, we definitely you know don't want you to be in a issue where you're constipated post-operatively so we may recommend as i mentioned with taking narcotics for pain medications, uh, some of the side effects like migraine and constipation are worse than the temporary discomfort from abdominoplasty. So we will prescribe pain medications, um, but definitely to be used with caution. Um, GI condition is really important. We need to get you on a daily fiber supplement or stool softener just to get you through um, the post-op period smoothly. We're going to take a look together at your abdomen and hear your concerns in the mirror. Um, and I'm going to um, really do a thorough exam and looking for any hernias. Although I am board certified in general surgery, I haven't done hernia repairs in over six years. And I like to reserve that for the general surgeons who can really uh, address any intra-abdominal components of that. So... Um, I know there are plastic surgeons that will repair hernias, um, but I like to know ahead of time if you have any hernias, and we're either going to get those repaired ahead of time, or we're going to do it in uh, together with a general surgeon. So I'm going to look top to bottom and feel, most of my patients don't know that they have to work out when they come see me, but I'm going to have them do straight leg raises and really check on the strength. The, I want to know what your core strength condition is and looking for any hernias in the belly button or evaluating that diastasis. Sometimes I can't always feel a diastasis uh, depending on the thickness of the abdominal tissue. Um, but I always tell my patients, if I see it and I can't feel it, we're gonna repair that for you. And it's somewhat of an internal corset or that internal abdominal cinching and it really gives the belly a nice contour if you do have one and we can fix it for you. Um, I will mention that is the most most uncomfortable part of the procedure because of the muscle tightening. And that's really when I always use the x or that long-lasting 
pain medication injected into the muscle there. Um, so you're excited, you're a candidate, we've done your consultation, we've reviewed the finances and you're all on board. You've allowed yourself probably two weeks to um, heal. I usually say it's about a, a week of really slow moving and then a second week you're going to, after surgery, you're going to walk with a slight bend at the, f at the hip because things are going to be really tight and cinch down. Um, and then you'll slowly straighten that up as you heal and feel better and feel stronger. Um, as far as other preparations for surgery, um, I cannot emphasize enough that uh, it's important to be at your goal weight prior to surgery or at least three to six months for surgery. I've had, it is heartbreaking me for me to tell patients no um, or to wait, but I've have had many many patients come wanting surgery um, as if it's going to be a kickstart to diet weight loss um, or else just you know they want to fix their body and surgery is definitely not the easy button in this scenario we want you to optimize diet nutrition um, exercise you know speaking with a nutritionist is critical or your primary care and just really get your body moving uh, we need you at a healthy weight I don't tell patients they need to lose weight unless they're at a um, unhealthy BMI. I like my patients at a BMI of 30 or under, um, but if you're at a weight that's safe and your intention is not to lose weight, you can be ready for surgery. But if you're not within five to 10 pounds and you want to lose a substantial amount of weight, it's really important to be there and sustained, keep it there for three to six months before we do surgery. This surgery really should be a refinement procedure. Um, anytime that you lose or shift weight after surgery, um, you're either going to, if you gain weight, you're going to undo all that hard work uh, that you, that we went through together. Um, or if you lose a substantial amount of weight after surgery, you're going to have extra skin, uh, which may take a revision. So I can't emphasize enough that surgery is not a weight loss solution. There are other surgical weight loss solutions, sure, usually bariatric surgery, but it's not, pl not plastic surgery. Um, as far as the full recovery, I usually tell patients it's six weeks to fully return to their normal exercise routine. Um, being a former athlete, I'm pretty comfortable coaching. Disclaimer, I'm not a personal trainer, but I do feel very comfortable uh, coaching and guiding patients back into some safe exercises that they can do postoperatively. Uh, but for six weeks, it's going to be no cardio, no jogging, nothing with impact, really. Six weeks, we scientifically know, is the full integrity of any healing wound. So it's really, as long as you're healing smoothly and everything's on target, there's really nothing you can undo at six weeks. So that's kind of the sweet spot for healing. Um, a lot of patients um, like to have lymphatic massage. We've had good success with some local lymphatic massage experts, and we will um, work in collaboration with them. Um, it really depends on how much time you have. Um, if you're flexible, those appointments are great. If not, we do provide dry brushing coaching and uh, some literature to help you kind of do some self-massage and improve that lymphatic flow um, if you're a little bit less flexible or um, don't have the free time to do appointments. Um, but that's pretty much abdominoplasty in summary. Definitely one of our most popular procedures. 
safely combined with other procedures, mainly in the trunk, meaning breast or um, a little bit in the thigh area, we're comfortable combining. Um, it's definitely important that you can have some time off, at least a week or two for your recovery. You are going to be wearing a binder, a compressive garment that we provide for those full six weeks as much as possible, night and day, other than hygiene or showering. Um, it also is really important that you have support at home, um, help if you have small kids or help you even cooking, getting groceries to and from your first week of appointments are also always important things to consider and definitely no smoking. Um, it seems like common sense, but um, smoking is really detrimental to any wound healing. So you want to make sure that you haven't smoked or you're not smoking for six weeks before and six weeks through your recovery. Smoking, I was just telling a teammate today, a patient wanted a solution for under eyes, but they were smoking. I said, you know, we really have to educate that smoking is choking off the microvasculature that um, we're really relying on to improve blood flow, decrease infection, promote wound healing, all that good stuff, get proteins to the area. So if you're interested in abdominoplasty or you know someone who's interested, please definitely share this episode. Um, we have some really exciting episodes coming up. Dr. Saluja is going to be back in the studio with one of our expert estheticians talking about some super cool skin things. Um, but thank you for listening. I hope you are enjoying this podcast. We definitely continue to do more for education. Um, if you'd like to learn more, you can visit our website at www.foryourbestself.com. Definitely follow us on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, we're at Dr. Saluja underscore Dr. Novo. And Facebook is at Dr. Saluja. We love to put all our real, real-time content before and after, testimonial stories. Um, it is all us putting that content out there with our team. And again, if you enjoyed listening, please subscribe to our podcast. If you are feeling generous, give us a five-star rating and definitely share and pass along with your friends and family. So... See you soon. Thank you.